Hey guys, welcome to Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. That's Bonizi, I'm Fofito. That's Fofo and I'm Bones. Oh, you beat me to it. Hey guys! <laughs> Hi guys! Hello. How are y'all doing? Hope everybody enjoyed the Easter holiday and I think you guys can tell that we didn't have a podcast last week. And that is because Fofo and I decided to just... Play video games. Let's be honest, Bonizi. We found a new video game called Valheim and we're playing it with the family, specifically Lauren and Victor and Grabe. For the first time ever in our lives, we had like a 10-hour session, something like that. Something like that. Usually, it's either just Fofo playing nonstop or me playing my games nonstop. But this time, we were playing the game together. So, iba talaga yung vibe, no? When uh -oh. we're playing together in one game. People of the world, pagbigyan yung po kami. This is the first time it happened. We looked at each other when we knew it was time to shoot the podcast, and we were like, "Minsan lang to. We've never found a game like this. Let's enjoy this quality Easter video gaming time together." I felt like my hands were itching and my eyes were itching just to like look at the game instead of anything else. Yeah, I get you. But there, that is the reason we are being open and honest with all of you. But with that, we get to the topic of today's episode. So today we're gonna be talking about our trip to Shargao. And we've posted a lot of photos from our trip there. We haven't yet posted any videos so much. Kasi hindi pa tayo nag-edit tayo sa game time natin with Valheim. How was your experience when you first went to Shargao, Fofo? So I first went to Shargao around a year or two ago and I was alone and I was there for 30 hours. So the reason why I went there was because I was feeling adventurous and I didn't have a lot of time. So even then I just bought my ticket and just <laughs> flew out without any plan. Yeah. So I literally bought the ticket like on the same day and flew out. And just to note, I was not with Fofo on this trip. So it was just me. I was alone. I had one mid-sized backpack. I had my vlogging camera and my laptop and that was it. So I flew off into the sunset, landed in Shargao in the morning and I just did my thing. I had no idea what to do. I didn't ask anybody for tips. I didn't do any research. When I landed, I was like, dun sa ano? Sa main town, kung saan maraming tao. Hala, so hindi mo alam kung anong pangalan ng town. I didn't even know it was called General Luna. Lol, Fofo. Masasabi ko lang, iniwan mo ako nung time na yun. Wala, ganun talaga eh. <laughs> May work kasi ako nun, kaya di ako nakasama. But that was Fofo's first time to Shargao. And before this trip, ako naman, I had never been to Shargao. So I had no idea what to expect. I hadn't been there before the pandemic. But I did hear a lot of good things from friends. A lot of my friends would tell me na, Ang ganda ng beaches, super linis. But there were also a lot of foreigners in Shargao. So that's one thing that I really knew about the place. Ikaw naman, Fofo. What were your presumptions about Shargao before you went? Um, before going to Shargao, I didn't really think much of it. Because it was just an island that you would talk about in your Araling Panlipunan classes. That was the only info I had about Shargao. And then somewhere around 2015, 2016, my brother, Nikki had to go to Shargao to shoot something. He had a production house at that time, mm -hmm. and he was also getting into surfing at that time. So he said, hey man, Shargao was really good. And that was the first time I had heard anybody say anything substantial about the island. Yeah. And then from then on, parang surfing started catching up here in the Philippines, started in La Union, at least to my knowledge. Mm -hmm. And then people started saying, Shargao's something, man. There's a, my something to. 
And it just started building, and then brands started coming in. Yeah, people commercial, started shooting movies there. Yeah, commercial corporations started going in and investing money, and my even my brother started going back a bit more often. So I was like, oh, okay. So I think this will be something. And eventually, like towards the late 2010s, Mm-mm. 2017, 2018, sobrang uminit na siya, naging parang mini Boracay na yung Siargao. Yun yung dating sa akin. Ako naman, ang naalala ko, gustong-gusto kong pumunta ng Siargao. Kaso, ang mahal ng flight papunta doon dati. Wala pang direct flight nun eh. Parang you'd have to stop over somewhere. In Cebu, I think. In Cebu, it would take up a lot more time. And basically, mahal yung flight. So hindi ko afford nung time na yun. Yeah, actually, even when we were together, Bonizi and I would talk about visiting Siargao because so many people were talking about it. And I think we considered it maybe around four or five times. Pero ito na nga, yung sinabi ni Bones is that the flight to go to Siargao was always more expensive than a trip to Hong Kong or Malaysia or Singapore, Singapore or sometimes even further out. Minsan nga yung mga Japan, mas mura pa eh. Exactly. That is why we would always say, next time na lang, pag mura. But oh. the thing is, we never caught it at a good time. Yeah, it would always be like a weird time. Now we move fast forward na tayo. Fast forward na tayo sa 2021. What made us go to Siargao? Because we've been planning this trip to Siargao since 2020, before the pandemic happened. We wanted to go there during the Holy Week season, but lockdown happened. Di tayo nakaalis. So, why did we choose to go now? Well, one of the main reasons is, we discussed this previously in a podcast episode, is that we wanted to somewhat promote tourism. Mm-hmm. and responsible tourism yes. in this new normal. So being able to follow the new rules and safety protocols. So we had been to Boracay, yeah. we had gone to El Nido. El Nido, and Siargao was a place where my brother, my older brother, Nikki, had some friends he had been to and lived there for a couple of months before. So we were like, you know what, why don't we go here? So that's what we did. We went to Siargao and decided, okay, let's create some content here. And this is going to be the first time that me and Bonizi are going to go together. So it's going to be an experience and at the same time syempre sumaman rin si Koya Nikki and I feel like before going to Siargao there was already this notion in my head na I couldn't exactly follow the tips about the area or parang the recommended places because one we didn't know what was going to be open two we didn't know like how many establishments could accommodate and stuff like that kasi konti pa lang yung knowledge natin about the area mm-hmm. so now we move on to the flights Fofo before we went to Siargao ang nasa isip ko noon short lang yung flight. Sobrang nakalimutan ko yung geographical place. <laughs> like kung saan siya on the map. Like I didn't realize that it was a two-hour flight. Feeling ko nga mga 45 minutes. Parang Boracay No, na. no. It's far. So you know how people say Davao is a farther flight yes. than Hong Kong? It's two hours. Yeah. Because it's in Mindanao. So I think Siargao is closer to Mindanao already. Ako, I'm really bad with geography. I think. I think. If I remember correctly. But not only that. We were also using a smaller plane. Yeah. So mas mabagal talaga. So surprisingly, even I forgot that it was a two-hour flight. So when we were on it, I was like, wow, this is a pretty long flight. And it was funny because we didn't actually plan for this trip. It was actually Nikki that planned everything for us. So all we did was book the flights and then Nikki was the one who said, Akong bahala. 
dito tayo magsistay, dito tayo sa isang magandang area na parang yoga place. So we're just like, okay, sige, ikaw na bahala. And I honestly had no idea what this place is going to be like. So eventually, we landed in Siargao. We had a van prepared for us. Of course, we wanted to get our own, own private van just to stay mm -hmm. safe. And... and there are tourist vans talaga that specifically pick up tourists from the airport and take you straight to the hotel. So parang I don't think I remember seeing services from the hotels mismo. These were all parang nakalagay tourist van and they all look the same. Yeah, and just to compare that to my experience, the first time I was in Siargao, I went on a public van. And mm -hmm. there were maybe around 8 to 10 of us. And then we would just go through the hotels that people had to go to. Mm. So it was new. There's a new protocol now. So we get our own van and yeah. we go straight to the hotel so we don't have to share that vehicle with anyone else. Yeah, and because there wasn't a QR code na parang Boracay or El Nido where you just scan it, you had to go through a whole process of showing them your documents at the airport. So it actually took us a little bit longer than we would normally experience in the previous places that we went to. But then again, El Nido and Boracay, there's so much more money in there already. Yeah. There is so much more investment in there. So I understand that the infrastructure and the systems there must efficient sila. Yeah. In Siargao, it was just booming. Tapos na udlot bigla because of the pandemic. So I understand how, you know, they're still trying to gather themselves. Yeah. And maybe hindi pa ganung kaplakado yung sistema nila. But anyway, we move on. So we eventually got to our resort. Our resort, the name was Sadana or Sadana? Well, Nikki would always say Sadana. But when I read it, it was Sadhana. So apparently, it's a... It's a yoga resort. So it's a yoga resort, and they had like this area where they would hold classes, and it was all outdoor. So you, it was like villas na magkakatabi, di ba? So parang bahay yung feel ng villas na to. Yeah, so there wasn't one big structure na parang hotel with many rooms yeah. inside. There were just some small villas all scattered around the area, and then one huge structure, which was basically where they held all their yoga activities. I thought it was pretty cool, because you don't normally see resorts like this because usually it's one big structure. I thought it was so cool that we were surrounded by trees, we were surrounded by nature, and the pretty cool thing at first was our bathroom. Because our bathroom was outdoors. Pero may mga kawayan naman para takpan naman yung shower area. So at first, I was like, wow, this is so cool! Outdoor bathroom! Pero di ko naisip na paggabi, Ang dami mga, yung mga, ano, mga bugs na attracted sa light. So I was kind of scared of that at first. Yeah, so just to give you guys a better visual of what our villa was like. So imagine a villa with a porch, and then you have huge sliding doors, and you enter. And mm -hmm. then the backyard, the whole backyard is your actual bathroom. bathroom. And that bathroom is exposed to all the elements, the forest basically. Your mm. only protection is that kawayan. So wala kang shower curtain, you're literally taking a shower out in the open. I absolutely loved it. I was so anxious about it because every time I would sit on the toilet, I would be scared of bugs. I was like, hmm, may nakakakita kaya sa akin dito sa forest. Well, in fairness, I have to say during the time that we were there, maraming mga dumikit sa akin na insekto. While I was showering, medyo hassle, but it was all part of the experience. What are you going to expect? Yeah. Your bathroom is outside. I think it was a pretty cool first time experience for us. Okay. So resort aside, what was the first thing that we did in Siargao? The first thing that we did when we got to Siargao and checked into our hotel was we walked out of the resort onto the road and decided, okay, 
How are we gonna get from one place to another? Well, usually, marami mga tricycle uh-uh, going usually. to and fro. But the thing is, during this pandemic, I guess, nabawasan yung mga tao yeah. on the road. So we had to walk out because Sadana was in one end of the main road. Yeah, so it wasn't directly in the city area or yeah. it wasn't as close to the other parang main town places. So we were walking along the road and all of a sudden we hear a tricycle beep, beep, beep. We're like, ha, ah, saved by the bell. Finally, may tricycle tayo. And it was actually a blessing in disguise that we came across this tricycle and this tricycle driver because he was kind of our saving grace in Jargao. Yeah, so what Bonizi is trying to say is that the tricycle driver that we met on the first time we walked out of the resort, si Kuya Padol. Padol. Kuya Padol. Siya yung naging point person namin for everything. We'll explain a little bit later. But mm-hmm. the first thing we did was we got coffee and breakfast. So for us, coffee is always number one, and that's kind of the first place that we go to whenever we travel. So we went to this place called Whitebeard, which we had to go through the town a bit. Sabi ko nga kay Kuya Padol, Kuya Padol, dun tayo sa Whitebeard. Sabi niya, ah, dun tayo sa puting, ano, bigote. Sa puting bigote tayo. Sige, akong bahala sa inyo, alam ko na yon. So it was pretty cool that even the locals had like, fun names for the restaurants or the coffee shops out there. It was a great first stop for us in Chargao mm-hmm. because we got good coffee and really good breakfast and the vibe in the place was really nice. It was a very quaint, small, open coffee shop yeah. and the owner literally had a white beard. Yeah. That's why it was called White Beard Coffee. So if ever you land in Chargao, that's a great place to just get into the vibe of the whole island. We really enjoyed it at least. Yeah, and I, good coffee. I thought it was pretty cool because when you talk to the owner of the coffee shop, you can tell that the coffee shop is right in front of their house. So they actually extended part of the coffee shop so at least they could accommodate more people. And then when they finished the coffee shop, they were in the back of their and since we got started on our food recommendations, we're going to continue. So Whitebeard was our first stop. Bonizi, what were the other places, food places that you enjoyed in Chargao? Okay, I'm going to start off with another coffee shop since we're on the topic of coffee. Another coffee shop that we went to was Spotted Pig. And this was actually closer to Sadhana, the place that we stayed at. And I loved the vibe. But most of all, I loved the coffee with the cookie. They had this super big chunky cookie that I just loved having with their milk-based coffee. Spotted Pig is probably the first stop that I would go to if I went back to Shargao. So mm-hmm. every morning, that might be my morning coffee place. Yeah. Only because I really like the selection of beans that they had. Their beans are actually from the Good Cup. So I think that's one of the reasons why we also liked it because we're fans of their coffee beans also. Yeah, but I think between Spotted Pig and White Beard, you can't go wrong with either one. Yeah, depending on the vibe that you want for the day. So breakfast aside, let's move on to other more savory mm-hmm. items and restaurants in Shargao. One place that I really, really enjoyed, and it was just on the side of the road, it was called Coco Frio. Ooh, because it was okay. such a hot day and we just wanted some something refreshing and I would always see this place when we would pass by and I'm like we have to stop there it looks really cute it looks really cool so Coco Frio basically served coconut drinks all kinds of coconut drinks they had coconut ice cream coconut, coconut water. shakes coconut water coconut shakes with coffee yes. so they had so many different kinds of coconut, coconut drinks. drinks and in fairness 
masarap. Kasi ano ngayon ang coconut drink? Kung hindi naman masarap. Oh, oh. It was just really cool. A really cool place to go. And I would say na kailangan puntahan nyo, especially after a really hot day or a long day of island hopping. Mm-hmm. Another place very similar to Coco Frio was Shaka Bowls. So this is something or a place that you always see on Instagram and laging hype. Kasi ang ganda naman talaga ng gawa nila dun sa smoothie bowls nila. So Shaka Bowls has a collection of different smoothie bowls, yeah. power bowls, fruit bowls, and they just look really good. If you go on Instagram actually in Type Shargao, you will most probably end up seeing a photo from that restaurant. It's, so what, yeah. how, what did you think about it? I loved it. I was always telling Bonizi, let's go here because I think you're going to find the food really cool. So I enjoyed it. It seemed very healthy and it was just a nice snack in the middle of the day. Gusto ko kasi yung vibe doon kasi kahit mainit, there was a little area where they had a swing and I was just sitting on it while waiting for my smoothie bowl. And then parang you were looking out into cloud nine if I'm not mistaken. Right? There was like this big deck, I think. Yeah. So it was really nice and you could see a bunch of kids just playing on the low tide area. So ako, it was really relaxing. A really hot area though. I mean, it's like in general, it's just really hot everywhere. Pero it was actually pretty relaxing for me to just go there and chill and have a midday snack. And then we get to one of my favorite restaurants mm-hmm. in Shergao. Really? This was Vedya. Oh, Vedya. Oh my gosh. Popo and I have been eating vegetarian, pescatarian food for the past two months, I would say. So going to Shargao, this was actually something that we were looking forward to. So Vedya serves vegetarian food, pero affordable. Not just affordable, actually. Super affordable. So first off, the location. So Vedya is like 10 to 15 minutes outside of the main road. Yeah. So if like in Boraca, you have the main strip. Mm. Vedya is like 15 minutes away from that main yeah. strip pa sa loob talaga and you really need your own vehicle your car or your own motorcycle to get there Mm-mm. and when we got there all vegetarian food walang karne they had lumpia pero it was all meat substitutes na ginagamit okoy pero walang shrimp <laughs> pero ito talaga yung star yung presyo the oh, price oh. was insane so it was like for one ulam for one ulam or one serving it was like 40 to 50 pesos parang yung ulam namin sa school da and the thing is, in a tourist spot, it's impossible to find prices like that. Yeah. I don't find prices like that in tourist spots. And then, usually, mga prices sa tourist spots, 250 350 And the thing is, the place was nice, and daming tao, masarap yung drinks, they had a coffee bar. So, we had such a good time in that place. So, if you guys ever drop by, it's nice to be able to get out to that area yeah. of the island because we really enjoyed it. And they also have a really yummy passion fruit drink which I enjoyed the most. Okay, so aside from Vedia, let's give out two more food recommendations. Mm -hmm. I think yours is called Manu. So Manu is this parang bar resto that was launched during the pandemic. They had planned so many things for their restaurant before everything happened. And voila, things just didn't fall into place as they hoped it would. So they opened during the pandemic and a lot of the locals became their regular customers. And what was cool about this place was that the owners used to work in the food and beverage industry abroad. So they brought all their knowledge from there into their restaurant called Manu. 
and ang sarap. So mm-hmm. it was my my pagka speak easy vibe yeah. yung area. The drinks, every single drink that they made for us was absolutely amazing and the food was even more surprising because the food it was very original. Yes. And you could tell there was a lot of care and love that was put into the recipe and how it was made. And for me, being a foodie, being someone who's eaten all over in every single resto in Metro Manila because of midnight yeah. snack, I super appreciate when there's that much effort put into the food menu. Yeah, and usually Manu is a place where everything's quote-unquote happening because like it's the cool spot to be. But Fofo and I aren't that into like big crowds or like party areas. So we went as soon as the restaurant opened. And we're happy that we went early because we got to enjoy the vibe, we got to talk to the owners, we got to have first dibs on the yummiest food. <laughs> Kami nakaubos ng katsu burger nila dun. <laughs> and that brings us to our final food recommendation. This place is called Sev and it is a cevicheria. Cevicheria. So basically, it is a restaurant that serves only kinilaw. Kinilaw or ceviche. So, pero Pinoy version. Pinoy version. So, here's the story of Sev. They used to have a standalone restaurant, but because of the pandemic, that closed down and they moved into a resort. Mm-hmm. into a spot in the resort. So they had not officially opened, yeah. but because my brother was friends with the owner, he gave us a tasting dinner. Ooh, it was so much fun because ako personally, I love kinilaw. That is one of my favorite dishes ever. So I felt like I was on a cloud just having kinilaw appetizer, kinilaw soup, kinilaw main, main dish. Oh, it was like the bomb. I loved it so much. So it's definitely an experience, especially because the new location is really nice. Mm. They're taking over a skate bowl. Yeah, in Bravo. And turning that into their cevicheria areas. Nice ambiance, good experience, and of course, food is great as well. Yeah, we'll be putting a video up about that so you guys can see more of our experience in Sev. One thing that is really important to Fofo and I is working out because we've been doing this assault bike program since February, if I'm not mistaken, and we hadn't missed a day. So, kailangan makahanap kami ng place kung saan may assault bike. We realized when we were in El Nido na meron pala yung mga CrossFit na assault bike. So, you don't just look for any gym. You look for a CrossFit gym if you need an assault bike. So, in Siargao, we found CrossFit Siargao and they were open and of course, they had these assault bikes that we were using. We were super happy. Yeah. I was kind of resigned to the fact that we weren't going to be able to continue our mm-hmm. workouts in Siargao but luckily enough, we found this place and of course, we signed up for a three-day pass. Yeah, it was pretty cool because the area is so big and open. That was fresh air lang. So it's not like your air is like circulating in one area. Fresh air lang. You could see the sun going up if you went super early in the morning and everybody there was just really helpful and it was really nice our experience there because there was a thriving community of locals Mm -hmm. who would be regulars in that place and that was nice because not all businesses had the good fortune of having regulars come in so for CrossFit Shargao and daming tao pumupunta there was a morning session and there was an afternoon session yeah. and each time there were like 10 20 people oh super socially distanced pa rin, yeah. of course you can't go to Shargao without island hopping and it was one of the things that was really recommended to us and of course Kuya Padol came to the rescue and recommended one of his friends to take us out to island hopping so for the island hopping experience we asked around and we just wanted to go to the main spots mm-hmm. so they gave us three areas that was Daku, 
that was Naked Island, and that was Guiam. So we decided, yeah, let's just go for it. So on our third or fourth day, we decided to take the island hopping trip. We went to Naked Island first, and it is a sandbar, if I'm not mistaken. So, konti lang yung tao don. It was just us and one other group. And we just really lounged around in that area, enjoyed what we could, because sayang naman, di ba, kung di natin enjoyin yung area as much as we can. We stayed in Naked Island for almost two hours, I think. Yeah, and I think that's actually where we got sunburned. <laughs> Because <laughs> walang shelter, shade. walang shade. Uh-oh. Walang shade dahil sandbar nga lang siya. Lumulubog siya eventually. But the thing is, it was so beautiful. I personally, I, I've always enjoyed hanging around in sandbars. Ever since I was a kid. Yeah. So for us to have a beautiful sandbar all to ourselves, because eventually, yung group na kasama namin umalis agad, Mm-mm. I was like bones. Feeling ko, when Chargao is up and running again, we will never be able yeah. to visit this sandbar na tayo lang. So I decided, let's take as much time as we want here and really enjoy the place. Kasi minsan lang to. Alam mo ba, ito lang yata yung first time, Fofo, that we did not use as much sunblock as we normally do. For this trip, we just put on our face and on our shoulders and feet. But the rest of our body, we didn't care about. I think the reason for that is na excited kami. Right now, I'm sunburnt. I'm super duper super peeling. peeling. I don't know if you can see it in the camera, but sobrang pasaway kami ni bones when it came to putting sunblock. And I really think it was just because we were so excited to be on an island and swim in the sandbar. First time ko maging snake fofo, literally nagpipil talaga yung skin ko. But I had fun, and we decided after we went to Naked Island, pumunta naman tayo sa ibang place. So we went to Daku Island. Daku or Daku, I'm still not sure how you pronounce it, but that's where we had our lunch. Mm-mm. So for our lunch, what we were able to do was we ordered from a restaurant on the main island. Called Catch. Called Catch Shergao. Yeah. And they were the ones who provided packed lunches for us. Tapos dinala na lang namin dun sa bangka. Because I think the new rules was that you're not really allowed to cook there at the moment? Not sure, pero usually packed lunch na siya. Yeah, so there are just a change of rules and we just ended up bringing packed lunches. Pero okay lang sa amin kasi in fairness, masarap yung garlic and shrimp with rice nila. Oh, by the way, before we actually left for island hopping, we went to the palengke and we bought fruit. Para at least, pang nag-lunch tayo, we could have fruit while we were just waiting and chilling out. So those are travel hacks that you can do if ever you have the time mm-hmm. and chance to visit Chargao in the future. One watermelon, solved na kami. After the coup, we went to Guyam. Now, we actually didn't go to Guyam Island itself. Mm-mm. We were like 200 meters away from the island because there was a long stretch of an underwater sandbar. And it was called the Secret Sandbar because it rarely comes out. But when it does, it's super beautiful and super leanest. So we basically just parked in the middle of that Secret Sandbar and we were swimming around for another hour or two. Yeah, saya. Because our boatman said, "Wag na kami mag-dock. But at least we can just enjoy the water as it is. And we jumped in the drink. The drink, because it looked like a drink. I know. And that was it. That was our island hopping experience. Maybe we started around 10 and then ended yeah. at around 2.30, 3 yeah. p.m. So it wasn't bad. That was actually a fairly priced trip. It cost us 1,500 pesos yeah. for that whole five-hour session. It was yeah. insanely cheap. And we, we took were a small super, boat for And that. we took a small boat. It was just, I think, a boat for three or four people. Mm-hmm. So, sobrang sulit niya. And it was crazy because if you ask other people, they would charge 
ten times that amount. Yeah. So be careful. At least you have a bit of a reference from us. Kuya Padol or Kuya Padol, he was the one who told us, I said, ito talaga yung presyo niyan. So yeah. don't worry, hindi kayo yung overcharge ng contact ko. And that's why we feel that Kuya Padol was one of the most important point mm-hmm. persons that we met in the trip. And I think when it comes to anything else, like if you're going island hopping, if you're gonna take all these tourist activities, it's always important to ask around because sometimes hindi mo alam na tataasan pala nila yung presyo para sa'yo. Tapos sa iba, they're giving a fairer price. And we talked to our tour guide and he said that maybe in one week he would get around three to four trips when before, Now, yeah. he would get three trips a day. Yeah. So, iba daw talaga yung, ano, yung influx ng mga tourists ngayon. It just goes to show you how different business and the inflow of money is comparing now to before. And that just means that if ever you do have the chance to go, I think tips are very much welcome yes. to them just to help support their livelihood and tide them over until the time that these tourist spots in the Philippines can get back to 100% capacity. Mm-hmm. So now that we talked about all the places that we've been to in Siargao, what are our tips and tricks for the people that want to visit in the future? Well, the first tip, which I highly recommend, is get your own vehicle. doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. You could get a motorcycle for 250 pesos a day. You could get a car for around 2,000 to 2,500 pesos a day yeah. if you're a big group. But that, for me, is the single most powerful tip that I can give you because it gives you so much flexibility. flexibility. You don't have to wait for tricycles. And what if you wait for 20 minutes per tricycle? Diba yeah. ka, tatlong oras yung nasayang mo in one day. Especially now because there aren't a lot of public transportation available. It's very limited. So it's nice to also have that freedom to go wherever you want, whenever you want. So we were in Chargao for almost a week, but we stayed mostly in the main island because we had a lot to do there. We wanted mm-hmm. to make it Sulit. And we do plan on going back. And when we go back, we're gonna get a car again, but we're gonna travel up north. Yeah. Kasi ang dami daw mga magagandang lugar na hindi alam ng mga tao mm-hmm. if you just drive up north and check out the different spots. Another tip that we have for you guys is get ready to sweat a lot because it is very hot, especially during the summertime. I mean, kahit naman saan ka pumunta sa Pilipinas, mainit naman talaga. So just get ready, prepare yourselves. Mentally. <laughs> Mentally, bring water. I always had my water bottle with me. Uh, this is my trusty water bottle and it's insulated. So I have ice in it all the time and it keeps our water nice and cold. Right, Soba? Now don't underestimate what Bonizi just said. Of course, alam natin pag mainit, papawisan ka. Pero for some people kasi super nagiging uncomfortable comfortable sila when they're always sweating. Mm-mm. But the thing is, that's a fact of life in the island. So if you're able to mentally prepare yourself, hindi ka maiinis, doesn't it suck if you go on vacation and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm always sweating. Oh, I'm so sticky. But the thing is, if you're able to mentally prepare yourself, you'll be like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm sweating. I'm wet. My shirt's a different color already. It's alright. I'm still going to enjoy this island. Yeah. If you're like me that sweats a lot, I actually wore my bikini on all day para at least it didn't feel super sticky and I made sure to bring extra clothes para at least pag pinawisan ako and I get uncomfortable, at least I have the option to change. So tips and tricks aside, were there any difficulties that we experienced in Chargao? Well, since a lot of our work is online, I would have to say that internet was a really big factor for us. There weren't a lot of places na maganda yung signal 
natin na maganda yung area for you know doing business calls so for me that was one downside that I saw while we were there actually that's a huge downside for us because all of our work requires good internet yeah. connection and the thing is in Shargao they have no fiber lines yet so their fastest internet connection is actually your LTE signal mm -mm. and that LTE signal is super sparse there was actually only just one place that we found that had a super strong connection and that was because they built their own mini tower, tower. in that resort so that place is called Lamardi yeah. so if you need a good connection you stay there or you go there for any work that you need to do and they also had really yummy food by the way so if you're working all day you can have like lunch and dinner there while you're working all right so this is kind of a loaded question I would say Fofo would you consider living in Shargao no not at this time, simply because of one reason, and that's internet. Yeah. But if that is resolved, then easily I could see myself going there only because the island pala is so big. Yeah. So there's so much to explore, and I would love to be able to do that. But of course, I can't stay in an island for three months and not work. Yeah. I mean, exactly. uploading a YouTube video with your LTE is a horrifying experience, believe me. Actually, we should ask Andy about that because Andy and her family have a YouTube channel and they post regularly. So we should actually message her. And sayang, hindi pala natin nakita si Andy for this trip. I saw her for five minutes when I said hello to her and her home. And din namin siya nakita kasi she was taking care of the kids. But hopefully, when we go back to the island, we can see her and talk to her about these things again. But back to the question and my answer mm -mm. internet aside Shargao is a beautiful place so beautiful. the island hopping experience was amazing the community there seems very strong and mm -hmm. I like that there are already a lot of spots that you can use in our daily mm -mm. lives so you have coffee you have workouts you have places to hang out yeah. so I really did like the lifestyle that they had Yun nga lang, there are these main basic necessities that we need for work mm -hmm. that aren't set up yet that's why my answer is no Bonizi. For me, at the moment, it would be a no, but I would love to visit frequently. Pag hindi na tayo naka-ECQ, when we can travel again, diba? So, ako, I would love to go there more frequently. Parang subik. Parang yun yung gusto kong feel. So there you go. That was our Shargao experience. My second time and Bonizi's first time. First time. So we'll see you guys in the next podcast episode. Thank you, Soba, for finally joining us once again on the podcast. If you guys have any comments or suggestions or questions even, you can email us at behindrelationshipgoals at gmail.com. And please do not forget to like this video and subscribe to our channel. If you're listening on Spotify, you can follow the playlist of Behind Relationship Goals. But with that, thank you so much for joining us. I am Fofo. And I'm Bones and this is Soba. Bye. Bye.